0: Welcome to the pregame with Matt and Jax. This is the pregame. I'm Matt. I am Jax,
1: and it is college football championship week. All the conferences are crowning their champions, and some of the, them have you know very short seasons.
0: It came up real quick, didn't it? It yeah. seems like it. Anyway. Yeah,
1: looking at you, Pac-12. <laughs> there's, right. some, there's some great matchups to talk about, though. Mostly, uh, oh, there for, are for college football. Kind of a porous weekend for uh, NFL. There aren't that many great games that are yeah, uh, that are going on but i mean that's true uh, we'll dive into the winners of national signing day as well which mm-hmm. that was yesterday yeah big day. and some head coaching vacancies
0: in the nfl we're going to take a look there's at there's going to be a lot and probably a lot more than we're even going to talk about but yeah, a lot yeah i think we have it down to like what 5 6 maybe right really there's going to be more than
1: that and along with uh, jack's trying to keep you from uh, winning the saco in your fantasy <laughs> football league and of course our picks and betting odds and so much more. Starting off, we're going to uh, take a look at the matchup matchups this weekend. It's mostly college football-related, since the conference championships dominated this weekend. Right out the gate, going to go ahead and talk about Notre Dame taking on Clemson in the rematch from, like, what, a month and a half ago?
0: Right. Plus Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> the rematch plus Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Certainly.
1: I'm going to say this. Notre Dame wouldn't have won that game if Trevor Lawrence would have been no. playing.
0: No. And and I think more or less any team has kind of proved that they have yet to stop him. So, I mean, you know, I, th- I think it's kind of on him right now. I, you know, I think that Clemson should be ranked ahead of Notre Dame, honestly. Uh, but I, you know, I, and obviously we'll go through our picks with this and everything. But, you know, to me, Notre Dame's they're going to have to cause problems for Trevor Lawrence if they're going to win that game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Notre Dame struggled to win in double overtime against their freshmen.
0: Yeah, and he didn't play poorly. No, he didn't. He, he, he played a good game. Yeah, he played. He was really solid back there for him. Yeah,
1: but he's not Trevor Lawrence exactly. And I think Clemson is going to make a statement
0: here. Yes, agreed.
1: And Bama and Florida are probably going to be what we think this game is going to be. Yeah, right. I know you're high on Kyle Trask. Me, not so much, I don't think this game is going to be any different than what we expect it to
0: be. I I mean, I I like Kyle Trask. I don't think he's nearly talented enough to carry them uh, to even really compete in this game, honestly. And uh, Bama's kind of showing that they're head and shoulders above all other SEC teams. And that includes Florida. Of course, they're obviously coming off that. Terrible loss against LSU last week, and uh, yeah, they're just not going to have enough. And I think Bama's kind of going put to put them in their place, right, and with this game.
1: Ohio State is up against a very strong Northwestern team. That's only last game from Michigan State, who went back and forth the entire season, deciding if they wanted to be good or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, Northwestern—they have that great defense. So we're going to find out if they have the level of talent to stop a quarterback. With the likes of of talent with uh, Justin Fields, and I mean he's just as good as any other college quarterback there is right now, with uh, probably the exception of Trevor Lawrence. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with this this game. I know uh, Pat Fitzgerald before this season he kind of made an effort to go out and recruit the level of talent needed to compete with somebody like Ohio State, who competes for a national championship seemingly every year in year out.
1: And while we know Ohio State is good, they're so good that the big Ten decided to you know bend the rules for them
0: yes exactly but uh but at the same time, you know that that's what it does for the conference, so uh, everybody pretty much bent the rules for them
1: yeah, no kidding uh chiefs and saints. Navigating over to the the NFL, they have the only game that you really want to watch this weekend outside of whatever team that you root for. Drew Brees is still out with eleven broken ribs and a punctured lung, so right. we'll see how Taysom Hill can do against the Chiefs' defense. And also, I'm going to make a side note about saying the eleven broken ribs. Like that's a number that I would make up, but that's like literally no, how many ribs literally, that he literally. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's literally that was the report on him. That's what Sean Payton said uh, even earlier today in an interview. So.
1: Again, so we'll see how Taysom Hill can do against the Chiefs defense.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Taysom Hill, he's been trying to prove himself in that role since he took over the uh, uh, backup spot, of course, like Drew Brees is getting up there in age. So this is a little bit of a preview that we're going to get to see from Taysom Hill taking over that starting quarterback position. So uh, against the Chiefs, we'll we'll find out.
1: All right, early national signing day was yesterday for college uh, football, and there were some winners and losers, the mm-hmm. the, the biggest winner to me, Lane Kiffin made sure that he was on top, and he ended up snagging a whole bunch of good talent and stealing an ESPN 300 player from Florida State, which, you know, I give him a, a nice little chef's kiss there. Well,
0: <laughs> well, for you doing knew, that. You knew if anyone could pull that off, it would be Lane Kiffin.
1: Well, yeah, I mean... First of all, the, the charisma that that guy has. And I mean, he, he's relatable. And like, if I were a, a college player, I would be like, that guy is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get that with a lot of them.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh,
1: another winner, Dion Sanders, had no idea that he was coaching Jackson State. Somehow I missed How did his. I not know that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't pay attention to. Where
0: do to, you think to, he's to been prep. all year?
1: <laughs> I would never really thought about it, honestly. I mean, you know, he could be in Cambodia for all I know. But, anyways, he picked up a big Juco player that was set to uh, head to, to Georgia, and he ended up stealing him. And yeah. then, of course, Bama got whoever they wanted.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> they ended up stealing so many players. It's kind of crazy the amount of uh, talent that they ended up getting. For instance, uh, Bryce Young. He's uh, can I mean he's one of those typical Alabama quarterbacks who can who can throw it and run with it. Um, uh, he's one of the t- top ones at that position in the nation. So uh, they they got him as well as uh, uh, one of the best defensive tackles with uh, J T. Tuilaluau, and I hope that's how you say his name if if it's not then we'll we'll just kind of go with it for now you'll probably hear about him next year at some point um they they also uh, stacked with a, a couple of other top 300 players with uh, wide receiver Jojo Earl and uh defensive end Keanu Colt and you know he's got to be good cuz his name's Keanu right <laughs> you got any more uh any more big wins over there you know i think uh USC i mean they they snagged the number no. 1 overall yeah. quarterback in Jackson Dart and uh and and they're 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 already climbing up there they they've they've ranked pretty well this week in the uh, uh, college football play playoff uh, rankings so they're already ranked 13th this year so to, to see them in the coming years is what I'm really excited about in terms of uh, the pack 12 anyway
1: yeah and if you're an NFL scout just make sure that no matter how good their quarterback is just know that they're not going to be good enough whatever they make to the NFL
0: <laughs> It's a proven stat. <laughs> uh, well, Carson Palmer. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll give yeah, them.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, teams that missed out included uh, Michigan, who uh, who's surprised by that, first off.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, not only is there speculation they'll have a new coach, does anyone really want to play in Ann Arbor at this point that's not a Michigan homer?
0: It's not really. I mean, and you really don't know what's happening with the future of that program either because it's kind of up in the air what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. So.
1: And Tennessee had a big number of recruits bail on them la- at the last second. Yeah. They still had probably I think it was like a, either top 10 or top 15 recruiting class mm-hmm. but it probably could have been a lot better if they could have kept hold of all the the players that they missed out on. And uh, at the and then Auburn lost their national championship winning coach so they're also losing
0: Recruits left and right. Left and right, absolutely. Uh, They lost a couple to uh, OU, actually. And and OU ended up getting uh, three top 300 uh, receivers out of this uh, with Mario Williams, Jalil Farouk, and Cody Jackson. And also, watch out for LSU. They got a couple uh, top 300s as well with uh, defensive tackle Mason Smith and running back Armani Goodwin. Do you have any more uh, losers out there? Or? Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty much what yeah. I got on my list. But pretty much anyone in the uh, SEC who isn't Bama, they pretty much lost out.
1: Yeah, uh, head coach. Well, Ole Miss. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Kiffin uh, head, head coaching vacancies. Who is looking for a new head coach and. You know who do you think would fit? We'll start with the Texans. They fired their head coach, mm-hmm. GM Bill O'Brien, and yep. I don't think they're staying put with Romeo Cornell.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's going to stay put with Romeo so, Cornell.
1: So this is a stretch on my part. Uh, I think Matt Campbell from Iowa State would be a good fit. I mean, I, I could see that. I don't know if he's looking to make the jump to the NFL or if people are really seeing that. But I think with what he did, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, sure he had Brock Birdie. I don't know how well Brock Purdy's going to be in the next level but he was good enough to, to be able to mold uh, Brock and all those players and to be in a Really good Big 12 team.
0: Absolutely, yeah. That's a, that's a solid. That would be a solid pick right there. And I think the Texans. That is a job that I think anybody. That would be like a a gold mine for anyone. You already have an established uh, offense, pretty much, with Deshaun Watson leading the way. He's putting up ridiculous numbers this year, despite the fact that they they just had one many games. And because pretty much all you need to do is build a solid defense, and you have a pretty good sw- squad. Yeah, and you
1: know. Give him another wide receiver since they gave away his best one.
0: He he loses one every week at this point, but he still puts up numbers. So. Yeah,
1: well, this one was intentional, though. <laughs> of course, they're going to hire a new GM first, so that's going to be a huge first, you know, decision sure. for them, All right? Uh, and the similar. Uh, fashion, though. what about the Falcons?
0: Falcons, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Raheem Morris because he took over for Dan Quinn after he got fired, and you know, it's not that Raheem Morris has really done a bad job. They're certainly playing a lot better ever since Dan Quinn left. So, you know, there's some question marks to see what's going to happen with with them there. Because Raheem Morris, who knows they they he could be an option for them to hire. I think they'll take someone outside, obviously. But, um, but you know, I, I'll it'll be interesting to see what they do with him within that organization.
1: Do the Rams have another Sean McVay protege that they could? Uh, I'm, use?
0: I'm I'm kind of worried about that, honestly, to see what you uh, lost the quarterback. Coach yes, to, we lost the Kentucky. quarterback coach. There's the Sean McVay has his own coaching tree at this point. Yeah, and and now uh, you know uh, you know he lost uh, Lafleur to uh, Green Bay, of course, and uh, and now. Brandon Staley is his hand-picked defensive end who people thought he was kind of crazy taking a linebacker's coach who's kind of unproven uh, to throw him in as defensive coordinator. And the job that he's done this year has been phenomenal. And so I I know people are going to be headhunting for him. I hope he doesn't go. But at the same time, uh, he's well-deserving of it right now.
1: Yeah, I'm just over here thinking of you know different uh, offensive mindset Mm -hmm. that he has working under him. Because going to the Falcons... It's not a bad spot to be in. Not you have a veteran quarterback that that's been there, right? Uh, Julio Jones, you know, is 170 years old with four replaced knees, but I mean, still he's pretty adequate right. wide receiver if they don't get rid of him. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a bad spot for them. Sure. Uh, let's see, taking a look at the Jets, they need a lot.
0: Yeah, Uh, where to start with them? Really,
1: Uh, Adam Gase better not be employed by the Jets after this season, where his team is going to be like a Browns Lions, oh, is sixteen bad?
0: Well, and especially seeing how badly they've kind of failed against teams on on defense. I mean, in their last four games, they're giving up. uh, They've well, they've given up twelve passing touchdowns in their past four games. So it's showing whenever the point spreads are getting as big as they are against them. They know that they're going to put up a lot of points. So, a defensive-minded coach is probably who they're going to go after.
1: See, I'm over here thinking, I'm like, well, the Jets are a team that, you know, historically they were flashy. Mm-hmm. They had Broadway Joe. You sure. Know? So yeah. Like, thinking of that, they haven't been for like 20-plus years. Right. Who do you bring in? Bob Stoops? <laughs> he had a pretty good
0: XFL run. Yeah. I mean, it's probably... He has, he has to want to come back. Yeah. Uh, yes. Probably somebody that's that's been in the limelight before. That's you know been able to handle uh, some sort of magnitude of that. So. And then
1: taking a look at the Lions, they aren't a terrible team. They just need to hire a good coach to bring sure. them together. And
0: a lot I, of talent on that team.
1: I mentioned it for the for the Falcons. I mean, could they also rob the the Rams of more offensive minds? They
0: could be. Uh, but they've
1: got Matt Stafford. I mean, he's
0: yeah. I mean, he's a he's a solid quarterback, and he can still make all the throws. and And uh, they got a, a, a talented backfield now with uh, DeAndre Swift taking over there. As he's the main star at running back, and uh, regardless of however long Adrian Peterson continues to play, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, you know on both sides of the ball, they they have a they have a solid defense. They have Darius Slay and in, in their secondary. So I mean, the they have some talent on that team. And then there's a really hot
1: seat. But not necessarily uh, getting fired. Just kind of looking at Doug Peterson with uh, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it's really hot. You it is. Sit on. He won a Super Bowl, but it wasn't with Carson Wentz. Sure. And it's looking like Jalen Hurts, you know, him picking him up. Maybe what they needed if he keeps playing well.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the the entire Eagles organization in this offseason, because especially with uh, contracts or contract and or trade situations potentially happening with Carson Wentz and uh, Zach Ertz for that matter. And, but yeah, the emergence of Jalen Hurts has been the big story in the past couple weeks, and uh, and it's probably at least going to make Doug Peterson. Be able to stay for at least another year to see what happens, or at least into next year. But um, it's, it still kind of remains to be seen. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to happen with the Eagles, whether or not he moves on uh, from, whether or not they move on from Peterson uh, after the season or not.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking they're also moving uh, uh, Winslow along too. I can see him yes. going down to Jacksonville, and he's going to learn how to break his hand with a hammer like Gardner Minshew.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, that's not what they're coaching <laughs> down there. My,
1: my idea is, that, yeah, my idea is that Peterson probably gets one, one more year, but I would be surprised if a guy named Harbaugh would make his way into the fray too. What?
0: Well, perhaps yeah. it, 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 that could be something. That could be a new storyline that we're going to see.
1: And finally, the uh, the the team that desperately needs a new head coach. Get Matt, Nag- Matt Nagby out of Chicago. He doesn't deserve to go in and get a nice hot dog or he, any of this.
0: I am surprised that he didn't get fired after that uh, six game losing streak that they had prior to winning last week, Cause, um, or even the five games <laughs> before their sixth game, because that sixth game when they lost the Lions a couple weeks ago, those were the type of games that you see coaches get fired over just losing games like that. And, and I mean, we've kind of seen that throughout the season, the regression of the Bears.
1: Yeah, and uh, the, the rumor in Chicago is that they want Pat, Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern.
0: I mean, he's kind of he's proving himself this year. Honestly, and is, he wouldn't have to move. Yeah,
1: It's <laughs> a <laughs> win-win either way. They're, yeah.
0: like, they're like, we don't have to. It's a double to. whammy right there. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know where they pay that buyout; they don't have to worry about paying <laughs> for uh, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald to right, uh, relocate. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so uh, now we're going to move on to one of the biggest stories in the NFL, probably all season. Did Lamar Jackson poop
0: himself? <laughs> <laughs> on Monday night, oh man,
1: the video of him being backstage going to the locker room and that guy coming out the door and like him like sidestepping and throwing him out of the way makes it seem like that. Although Lamar said on on social media, he's like I didn't pull apart Paul Pierce," so, right? Yeah, it, and, I mean, I believe him. I believe it was cramps, but still, like, is this? Kind
0: of funny how... If it was Cramps, he would have had trainers with him that went back with him to the locker room. No, he, Notice in that video, nobody was with him. It doesn't
1: necessarily mean that there weren't trainers in the locker room already.
0: What, were they just waiting for him? Because they're all obviously all well, on the sideline. I mean, they, they're on the sideline during the game. They might have a Cramps trainer that just stays in the back <laughs> and just waits for
1: them to come back there.
0: Your Louisville bias is showing.
1: <laughs> all right, now we're going to... Hand it over to it to, to Jax with his fancy football team, uh fixes so you don't get the sacko
0: yeah no uh i mean it's i guess in a lot of leagues it's week two of the playoffs really uh so first off tonight's thursday night football matchup i would otherwise expect this to be a shootout but mike williams is not expected to play at wide receiver for the chargers and keenan allen may not play either this will be one to watch he's expected to be a game time decision he'll likely be limited even if he does play tonight. Now, this will also have an effect on Justin Herbert's numbers in case he's your starter. I had the same problem. Now, (laughs) there are some quarterbacks out there, if needed. And I wouldn't think this would be my first QB sub-pick after just one career start. But Jalen Hurts may be a great option this week. I was kind of waiting for that. Right. Yes, he's only put up 167 yards passing last week. But he had 102 yards rushing. And you know that's going to be a big part of his game, game in, game out. He's facing... An Arizona defense that plays a lot of receivers in man-to-man coverage, which leaves their defense susceptible to a running quarterback. So that could be an option right there. Hertz should be available. He's only. An Owned in 8% of leagues. And as for a one week option, uh, you could say Jared Goff is another good option solely for the fact that he's facing the Jets this week, who have allowed an average of twenty and a half fantasy points and, as I mentioned, 12 touchdowns over the past four weeks. So uh, a couple of running backs to look at this week, and these are circumstantial, but Jeff Wilson Jr. for the 49ers against the Cowboys. Wilson Jr. will start if Raheem Mostert is out. Uh, he did not practice yesterday and is questioned so look for Wilson Jr. to potentially start that game. DeAndre Washington for the Miami Dolphins may be another guy to look at since he may get the start against the Patriots who have struggled against the run by the way. Miles Gaskin, Matt Breda and Salvin Ahmed were all out for Miami last week. If that's the case this week, Washington's your guy. And at wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, only owned in 20% of leagues somehow, but he's put up some very solid fantasy points in seven of his last 10 games. He's gotten 36 targets in his past four games, and also has a favorable matchup tonight against the Chargers. And as for the tight end position, Logan Thomas for the Washington football team, still available in 58% of leagues, and has double-digit tight end numbers in his past three games. That's what to look at for this week in fantasy.
1: All right, now we're going to shift gears into the the betting odds and the pickums, which is my favorite part of the the program. Absolutely. Uh, starting with college football, we've got UAB versus Marshall for the CUSA championship that is happening tomorrow, which is Friday. Marshall is favored by five and a half. I'll go ahead and stick with Marshall. Pretty tough this year.
0: Yeah, Marshall has been t- pretty tough throughout this year. Uh, I'm, yeah, I see them taking that.
1: All right, if you're ready to get in on the Maxon, the Mac Championship. It's happening tomorrow as well. Ball State is taking on Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by 13.5 points. I'm taking the over. <laughs> of course. And Buffalo. Yes, that, 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 <laughs> would,
0: that would be the way to go. And uh, yes, I'm also going to take Buffalo in that matchup.
1: Oregon versus number 13, USC. That is happening Friday night. USC is favored by three. I'm going to take Oregon. This is, of course, for the Patch 12 uh, championship.
0: And I, I got to say, that USC program, they're up and coming. I think they're going to prove it this week against Oregon as well.
1: Number four, Ohio State taking on number fourteen, Northwestern in the Big Ten championship that is happening Saturday. Ohio State is favored by twenty and a half. I went ahead and took Northwestern on this because I don't know. Like I don't know. I just don't. I don't know how this matchup is going to be. They didn't play during the regular season, the the short and regular season. So I don't know how much faith I have and. Justin Fields and the offense against a pretty good defense. For yeah, Northwestern.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree with that notion. As uh, I I think that Northwestern is going to at least make it make it relatively close. Uh, I'm I'm not saying that they're going to win it straight up, but uh, I will take Northwestern against that spread for sure.
1: Number five, Texas taking on uh, Tennessee. Did I write that right? Texas A&M. Te- All yeah, there we go. I was a- yeah. just like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> this one was just for funsies because the uh, the NCAA allowed them to play one more game this week if they wanted to, and uh, neither team were running it up, so they were able to do it. I'm going to stick with uh, Texas A&M by 14.
0: Yeah, they're playing just as well as anybody in college football right now. So t- Texas A&M.
1: Then the uh, Big 12 championship, number 10 Oklahoma taking on number six Iowa State happening Saturday. Oklahoma is favored by five and a half. Uh, Iowa State won earlier this season, but I think mm-hmm. Oklahoma is going to win this one.
0: Yeah, OU—they've kind of found their stride as the as the season's gone on, and I yeah, I, I think the in the second look that they're gonna they're gonna get Iowa State in this one. Do
1: you remember how pissed I was earlier this season when <laughs> when OU wasn't covering? Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because previously, it's like anytime you see them play, I'm like over.
0: Yep. Yeah. They had their struggles early on in the season, but I think they've kind of, uh, you know, found their game on both sides of the ball. And uh, yeah, I think they win this rematch against Iowa State.
1: Probably one of the best matchups of the weekend the ACC championship game. Number three, Clemson taking on number two, Notre Dame. We talked about this in length earlier. Clemson's Mm -hmm. favored by 10.5. I think they're going to win by more.
0: Yeah, I, I think so as well. Uh, just the the talent level and the athleticism uh, for Clemson is just uh, I you know there's a lot of there's a lot of good players on Notre Dame who are it's almost like they have role players playing each position, <laughs> but, but uh, when, and they're very well coached. However, the ath- overall athleticism uh, on the on the Clemson side of the ball, I I think it's just the talent level is not there for Notre Dame against Clemson.
1: The Mountain West Championship, number 24, San Jose State taking on Boise State. That's happening Saturday. Boise State's favored by six and a half. Hey, go with San Jose State. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's, Boise State's feels stupid <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it, yeah it, it is all sorts of blue and whatnot but uh Boise State I, I gotta say you know I, I was I'll I'll, t- I'll take their defense in this one I, I I like the way that they played uh last week against Wyoming uh,
1: I didn't like the way they played against
0: Wyoming <laughs> oh come on just yeah uh, knock that <laughs> off pandering that knock that off <laughs> I mean yeah yeah of course you are uh but yeah so I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Boise State in this one SEC
1: championship number one Bama taking on number seven Florida. We talked about this one earlier. Mm-hmm. Bama's favored by seventeen. I think they're going to win by a whole lot more.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Bama probably by thirty in this one. Honestly, maybe maybe not that, but uh, at the same time, I don't think that Florida is going to be able to hang with them for so long. May, maybe a half. That's about it.
1: And then the American Championship, American Conference, not the champions of America. Uh, number nine Cincinnati taking on. number 23 Tulsa. Cincinnati's favored by 14. Cincinnati gonna go undefeated.
0: Yeah, agreed and yeah. yeah, Cincinnati's just they've been tough throughout the year and they'll they'll stay with it in this one.
1: Making our way into the NFL. Chargers take on the Raiders tonight. Uh, Vegas is favored by three and a half. I'll go ahead and stick with the Raiders.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders, and especially uh, if if uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both out. But even when Keenan Allen in a limited basis, that's not going to help the Chargers case for that much so Raiders.
1: Saturday, because we have Saturday football games. Uh, mm-hmm. Bills are taking on the Broncos. Bills are favored by six and a half. I'll stick with the Bills.
0: Bills are playing as good as anyone in the NFL right now. So I'm going to stick with the Bills in on that one.
1: Also on Saturday, the Packers are taking on the Panthers. Packers favored by eight and a half. Stick with the pack.
0: You know, I think the Panthers are going to beat the the spread. No, they're not going to win the game, but I, I think they're going to be within a possession uh, in this one against the Packers. For whatever reason, it just seems like the Packers like to edge out a lot of these games late in the season.
1: So you're saying that uh, Theodore Two Gloves is going to make some uh, make some things happen? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right, the Bucks and the Falcons. First game on Sunday. Uh, the Bucks are favored by six. Going to go with Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Tom Brady in this one <laughs> as well, and especially against the Falcons defense that uh, uh, struggles mightily against uh, the passing
1: game. 49ers versus Cowboys. 49ers favored by three. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think that they have a little bit of momentum now.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, you can tell that they've certainly gotten better in the previous weeks. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, 49ers have a lot of problems right now. Lions versus Titans. Titans are favored by 10 and a half. No reason not to take the Titans. Absolutely. Titans are looking, looking pretty well. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for a Lions uh, poor run defense to stop Derrick Henry.
1: All right. The Texans and Colts. Colts have a pretty good defense this year, but they've been kind of shaky the last Mm -hmm. few games uh they're favored by seven i'm going with the texans
0: yeah and these are two teams that know each other as well as anybody does so i'm going to go with the texans in this in this one and uh just a real good rivalry really between them the colts come first and it came down to one possession it's probably going to do that again but i'll take texans
1: the dolphins in the pats place sunday Uh, The Dolphins are favored by two and a half. I'll go ahead and stick with them.
0: Yeah, I'll stick with uh, the Dolphins. Uh, Pats are another team with uh, some problems specifically on offense and and in the run defense.
1: Bears and Vikings. Vikings are favored by three. Go ahead and... Stick with Wizzo's favorite team.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Vikings will kind of rebound this week and kind of stay around the uh, playoff hunt for at least one more week after this. As uh, uh, yeah, I, I I can't see uh, Matt Nagy's team pulling that out.
1: Yeah, this is going to be his going away party.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Uh, Seahawks versus uh, the Washington Football Team. Seahawks are favored by five and a half. I'll go ahead and stick with them.
0: I'm going to go with the Washington football team. They've they've been kind of impressive. Alex Smith has them kind of uh, playing to a pretty good level at this point. And uh, they're showing up and playing well against teams. I am i don't know that they'll win this game, but I think it will be one of those a field goal wins at games.
1: Is Alex Smith good to go? Because I know he was uh, questionable the other from, day.
0: From, yeah, he's, he's still listed as questionable, but everything is pointing to him still playing.
1: Jags versus Ravens. Ravens are favored by thirteen. I think the Ravens are gonna win by more than that because Lamar Jackson is back after he had his, his bathroom cramps. He's uh <laughs> He relieved
0: himself, yeah. yeah.
1: It would have been better if he would have came back and ran another hundred yards at the end of the game. Yeah, right. That would've made me think that it probably was, him I'm just going number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they still put up, you know, forty seven yeah. points in that he game. through so.
1: touchdowns instead of running. Yeah. Mean, I'm just
0: that yeah, yeah. Ravens are going to score pretty often in this one, I think, and and put away the Jags pretty easily.
1: Rams versus Jets. Rams are favored by sixteen and a half, which is the biggest spread of almost anything that we've talked about today. Right. I'm going to say that the Rams cover.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost. Uh, I went into this week as a as a fan thinking, ah, Rams have a bye week this week, pretty <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rams will take this one probably by thirty is what I'm guessing.
1: Cardinals and Eagles. Arizona is favored by 6.5. I'm going to say that the Eagles win, and, and Doug Pearson tries to make sure that they are on track to keep his job.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with that, too. I think, uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a problem for Arizona. As I mentioned, they like to play a lot of man, man, man on receivers, which then makes them susceptible to running quarterbacks, and I think they're going to have a problem with uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I
1: went back and forth on this next one. The Chiefs and the Saints... Uh, The Chiefs are favored by three. I'm going to go with the Saints, but man, it is really hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. But the Saints are still just playing so good.
0: Yeah, they were until last week. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the thing uh, for me, anyway. Because uh, you know, coming off that loss, I know they're going to be hungry for a victory. But at the same time, I don't I don't think that uh, Patrick Mahomes was really too happy with his game against Miami. That was he threw three interceptions for the first time in his career. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's going to rebound. And I think KC takes that one, and uh, I'm going to say by 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 ten. Giants versus Browns,
1: Sunday night game. Not really excited about this game. Don't really care about it. <laughs> Cleveland's favorite by four. I'm going to go ahead and see if the Giants pull it off. I'm
0: right? going to say the Giants pull it off as well. I think regardless of whether or not Daniel Jones is back, there's a chance that he will be. I think that they're going to win because the Browns are coming off a short week. They're coming off a kind of demoralizing loss that they thought they you know, they had the lead late in the game and everything. So, I think the Giants are going to get them in this one.
1: Jason Garrett, for what it's worth, isn't going to be uh, coaching this week either.
0: So Freddie Kitchens, Freddie Kitchens <laughs> is going to be he's, the offensive coordinator. He's, he's going to take it out on the Browns. <laughs>
1: yeah, he is. <laughs> That's also kind of what led me to that too. Right. Uh, and finally, Monday night, Steelers versus Bengals. Steelers are favored by thirteen. I think they finally bounce back, uh, and they need the they need the the Bengals to be there for them to be their punching bag.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be one to kind of get their confidence back really, and I think they're going to do it this week against Cincinnati.
1: All right, that is going to do it for us. We will uh, catch you Tuesday, and we might take a little bit of a a Christmas break unless we just hustle next
0: week to to,
1: to get these out. It's going to be
0: a very busy week next week, but uh, yeah, we'll do what we can. Hit us up on the socials. Yeah, socials. Yeah, we're on Facebook, the pregame with Matt and Jax, also on Twitter at Pre-game, Matt Jacks.
1: And uh, one thing I do is I update the um, college basketball odds every day, or at least try to, uh, since we aren't able to cover it all week because they change constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's good enough for us. Happy holidays, Merry Happy- Christmas, all yeah, that stuff, all that stuff. Yeah, sorry, didn't mean it. <laughs> you just listen to the pre-game
0: with Matt and Jacks.